today's jargon term is boundary markers. I don't know about you, but doesn't this sound like something in a video game where people are carrying guns? <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. What does this have to do with autism and how can this help us? So let's take a look at our actual definition here. Boundary markers, confirming utterances and gestures which signal the person is engaged in ongoing conversation. All right. As our actual definitions go, this one's pretty good. Uh, but confirming utterances and gestures, what exactly does that mean? Let's move on to our working definition, a little bit uh, less uh, jargony. Things we say and do to show the person we're talking with that we're listening and interested. Examples are, yeah, and uh-huh, and okay, and how horrible, and sounds fun, and wow, cool, and nodding one's head. If you think about it when you're having a conversation, what are the clues that you know somebody is invested, and what are the, what are the things that are, when, you, when they're missing, that you go, okay, I'm not sure if they're listening to me. Because if you think about a person who's on the autism spectrum, they need to ne learn this uh, in multiple different ways. They need to learn how to watch for when they're having a conversation with someone, if the person is tuning in. And if they're not seeing these symptoms, what can they do to repair the conversation? They also need to know to do that because people will assume they're not listening if they're not engaged in this kind of thing. I don't know about all of you, but this doesn't come easily to my son. Um, he feels like this is a very false sort of thing, but I've had to point out to him, yes, it is, it's a very false sort of thing because somebody can go yeah yeah when they're totally not listening but if it isn't there then someone will assume that you're not listening so he has learned and he practices from time to time when his friends are talking to him that he nods that he shakes his head and he goes yeah or dude or whatever so that they at least think that he's tuned in he has learned the fine art of doing this to his teacher and to me so that if I say I need you to go upstairs and do x y and z and he goes uh-huh yep I'm doing it has no idea what I said, right? But I buy into it and then he gets a reward because I back off for a couple of minutes. Boundary markers need to be reinforcing for the person in order for them to get them. But if you think about it, if we don't teach boundary markers, is there any chance that we're gonna be successful? These are really important in being able to maintain any kind of a conversation. And keep in mind that this is not just for our individuals who are on the spectrum who are vocal. This is for nonverbal people as well, understanding that if you're typing and someone has wandered off with their eyes and is not paying attention and not tuning in and making the eye contact and nodding and responding and making sounds that we need to work to get their attention back. Boundary markers, it's something that really makes the difference when we're having good conversation.